Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Blog Talk Radio. Hi, I'm Sean. I'm Paul. I'm Rich. And we are Alvarez Kings. You are listening to New Music Inferno. What's going on, everybody? Happy Friday. It is time for New Music Inferno Industry Friday. And uh, it's going to be a, a journey for us with this uh, with this version of New Music Inferno where we have uh, publicists, tour managers, licensing people, you know, people behind the scenes that you don't get to talk to, but you, you get to meet maybe on the road or, or via email. And uh, we have our, our very first guest. She's been working with us for a while on a lot of her artists, and uh, she's been over 11-7, 10th Street, and, and so many other ones, uh, but she's president of her own firm now, and she's working with bands such as Dillinger Escape Plan, Tommy Lee, Joshua Waden, Mark Broussard, Lesser God Books, and so many more. Uh, and you can find out uh, all the you know ins and outs of what she may be working with clients as well, and maybe even uh, if you're a band looking for a great PR firm to work with, this is definitely one you do not want to pass up on. Uh, it is right PR, and let me bring her on the one, the only Jamie Roberts. Good afternoon, Jamie. How are you doing today? Hey, thanks for having me. I'm doing great. How are you? I'm doing fantastic. You know, it's another hot, scorching Sunday, uh, Friday in Las Vegas here. Uh, and you're, are you, are you staying dry? Is it, is it raining in New York right now? I mean, honestly, I know uh, Warp Tour was there in Darien Lake yesterday. It was raining there. It was, is it raining in where you're at right now? And it is raining where I'm at. I I am working from home today, which is one of the benefits of being independent. Uh, and it is not bad here, but I've not gone outside today yet. That's good. You, you, you're 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 staying dry and staying away from that horrible weather and not having to catch the train or or whatever uh, to go to the office or go out shopping or whatever. Uh, but Jamie. So how did your journey first start? How did you decide that you wanted to be in the realm of music PR and and music in general? Like what made, pulled you from, you know, your college classes and say, hey, you know what? I want to be a publicist, but I want to be music publicist, not like, you know, a publicist for, you know, movie stars or whatever else that, you know, publicists can do in that realm. But for you, Jamie, what, what pulled you in? Well, I always knew I wanted to work with music. I started that in the beginning. I have zero musical talent personally, so I knew it was going to have to be behind the scenes. I didn't really know what publicity was when I first started out, you know, like as a teenager loving music Mm -hmm. and knowing I wanted to do this with my life. But I saw a movie, and it's a really cheesy 1980s movie called The Idol Maker. And uh, they had a guy there that was making stars out of neighborhood people. And to see what he did and how he got them in the teen magazines and stuff like that, 
that spoke to me. I mean, I've had a record on my birthday cake since I was 13 years old. (laughs) And I'm significantly older than that now. (laughs) So um, I've always known I wanted to work in music. Um, I didn't have a PR education per se. I, I majored, I double majored in communications and Spanish lit in college. Wow. But, um, but I always knew what I wanted to do. And I was promotions director at the college radio station. And a lot of my friends were really into music. And a lot of people from the station and from the school newspaper that wrote about music got into the industry. That's awesome. That's that's, that's, how it came about. That's cool that, you know, you were the radio, you know, the program director at your college radio station. That's, that's awesome. You know, I wish I could have done that, uh, you know, but back in the day I was actually kicked off my radio show because of, uh, stuff that the late night show, but you know, that was back in the day. That was like (laughs) a late night Howard Stern, uh, not really Howard Stern ish, but just like, uh, people were calling in drunk on my show and people were doing, you know, other things that couldn't have been done. Uh, and I was actually, you know, you know, having guests on the show when they didn't want to have, have guests, have, have musicians on the show. So that was like an old story, uh, that, is stayed for another day, but you know, Jamie, that's awesome that you, you know, you didn't have the music, you know, PR, you know, education, but you went like, you know, communication journalism and uh, Spanish lit. Have you, I mean, I mean, honestly, throughout your career at, at these other firms and also your own firm now, have you had any Spanish, um, you know, clients like any you know, Hispanic to- music or Spanish? Oh, go ahead. I actually got my best job in the industry because I spoke Spanish. Um, I I became head of rock and pop publicity at Universal Records before the Motown merger, uh, and that was all because of working with Paulina Rubio at the time, and she's a Mexican pop star. I had been at Catherine Schenker Associates, and she became my client there because I was the one that spoke Spanish. So um, it's... It, it's always the little things. And to be honest with music education, like music PR education, I feel like that's teaching someone to swim by showing them a diagram to really (laughs) know how to do this. You have to be in it. You have to do it. And you also have to be really good with people. I mean, there's no amount of education that can teach you that. No, there isn't. I mean, honestly, you have to go out there. You have to build relationships with these people, uh, so be it musicians, uh, so be it other publicists or other uh, people in the industry. I mean, honestly, tour managers are an integral part because they report back to the labels that they work with uh, because of the artists. So, and everything. I mean, honestly, it, it's, it's all, you know, you guys are just, you, you guys are like the backbone because you you know, you set up the interviews through the pub, you know, through you guys for the artist. And then, you know, the artists, you know, are set, you know, you, you know, the, the persons that do the interviews like myself and others, uh, they go out and meet the tour managers because that's who they contact or a member of the band may be a DIY tour or whatever. Uh-huh. Uh, but, you know, Jamie, how do you go about, uh, you know, delving into getting clients? How do you, partake in that do you say hey you know here's my firm here's what we offer uh we would like to have you as a client or do you just sit back and clients come to you or do you guys do both well you have to do a little bit of both 
I mean, I've been very fortunate that my reputation from having worked at Roadrunner for seven years and 11.7 for a couple of years and Universal for a couple of years, like all of those times, all of those people I met, I kept up with people. And they know where I am now. They come find me. Uh, that that accounts for, I want to say, about 80% of, our, of the business that I bring in. And I'm super lucky. I really know how fortunate I am for that. But the thing is, you always have to do right by people because it comes back to you. You know, and, and um, I, I live by that now with my clients. And they come back. And they recommend friends. And that an amazing feeling when a client recommends a friend to come here. Um, we have a manager that we started out with one client. Now we have three clients from her. And I'm a big believer in, if you want to know about me, ask someone I've worked with. <laughs> so, you know, uh, ask a band I've worked with, ask a label I've worked at, because everywhere I've been, I've given my all, I've done my best, and I believed in what I was doing. So definitely. that comes back to you. Definitely, you definitely have you know the the lineup of artists that you've worked with. I mean, honestly, you know Papa Roach and and you know Nick Lachey, Godsmack, and Pauline Rubio, like you mentioned earlier, um, and Motley Crue. I mean, honestly, you still are working with Tom. It's amazing. I mean, honestly, um, you know how how is that? What do you what do you offer these people? Like with with what? How, what, what kind of packages do you offer nowadays? I mean, honestly, with the, how the world of PR works now, with how we have, uh, you know, the social media and, you know, just marketing and everything well, else that Pelosi really has to offer. Different. Yeah. Okay. It's all really different. Like, it's, it's really, I want to talk to a, a potential client and find out what they need. And then if I can help them with what they need, that's what I do. I mean, it's not a traditional job for a publicist to get distribution for someone's record, but I've done that for clients. It's not traditional mm-hmm. for a publicist to call the guy mixing the record and ask him to, uh, to speed it up because I need it. But, you know, I've done that for clients too. I've done that for more than one client. Um, <laughs> you know, I am what the client needs. And, you know, social media, like I can talk to you about content, but I'm a big believer mm-hmm. in social media needing to be you and needing to be authentic. You know, I'm, I, I help people enhance their voice and I help get my client's voice out there. It's not about what I think. And, you know, what my, my first day at Roadrunner Records, the owner, Case Wessels, whose book publishing company I'm actually working with now, Lesser Gods, so that's kind of testimony to you're good to people that come back to you. Mm-hmm. Um, but my first day, he said to me, do you like metal? And I said, no, but it doesn't matter what I like. And and he was very happy with that answer. <laughs> and I worked some of the biggest metal bands in the business, but I do it in a way that's not, I mean, I'm not a professional fan. I'm, I'm a mm-hmm. publicist. I help you communicate. I help you tell your story. So what I like is immaterial. Nice, that, and that's true. I mean, that's cool that you know that you, you know, you went the first day and when you got interviewed, like, you know, are you a metal fan? You're like, no, and and then you know you got to work with you know some of the biggest names like you know Slipknot and uh, 
everything that Roadrunner has to offer. I mean, honestly, it's a great label. Roadrunner, love you guys. I love what you guys are doing uh, over there with the bands that you have now and every all the bands that you've worked, you know, Stone Sour and everything else uh, in those in that label. I don't have a list of bands on there. There's so many bands out there. No, nah, I mean, they, honestly, some of the <laughs> highlights, I mean, I loved working with Typo Negative, Fear Factory, Life of Agony, um, Kill Switch Engage, Slipknot, Stone Sour, um, Theory of a Dead Man, Nickelback, you know, and, and whatever anyone has to say about Nickelback, I will tell you this. They're the hardest working bands. They were prepared for success. And somebody likes them because they sell billions of records. <laughs> <laughs> I, don't, I, I have nothing to say about it. I mean, I don't see all those trolls out on the World Wide Web. <laughs> Uh, are just trolling for love because they're, they're jealous of, of the success of bands like, like Nickelback and uh, all the other bands that sold uh, millions of records in the 90s, like Smash Mouth and, you know, you know Carlos Santana and Rob Thomas, they make fun of as well on a daily and basis. And it doesn't happen so, in a vacuum, you know? I mean, you really have to work for success like that. So you've got to give it to people who are willing to work that hard, you know? Yeah, definitely. You have to. I mean, honestly, you look at the bands nowadays, the young bands that are, are breaking big, because they've followed the models of their predecessors and said, hey, you know what? We want to go out there and do big things, you know, the pop punk genres and the, you know, other subgenres that are making it big nowadays uh, in that sense. But for you, though, for everybody out there listening in, I mean, anybody wants to call in and talk to Jamie, please do. The phone lines are open. I know Jamie posts it about having you call in as well, guys and gals listening in. If you want to talk to Jamie, please do. The phone lines are open, 347-826-7096, and we'll get you on the air to ask Jamie a question. But, Jamie, for the people Yikes. out there listening in that are are young and want to get into this business as well as as some of the, you know, next generations, the you know, next younger generations that we have, you know, coming out and people want to, you know, start their PR firms or, or get into the PR world, what do you say to them? What are some words of advice that you want to give them? Well, let me tell you, the things that were most useful in my education that lend to what I do now, take a public speaking class. Take a debate class. Learn how to write. Take a creative writing class. You know, those are the three things that have helped me most in my career. Um, you know, and, and like people. If you don't like people, don't do this for a living because it gets super aggravating. Be able to roll with the punches. You know, you're not given ideal situations nine times out of ten, but you have to make it work. Mm -hmm. So you have to be flexible. You have to be understanding. And my big rule lately is don't assume malice. Assume ignorance. (laughs) So when someone challenges you on something you do, assume they don't understand. Don't assume that they're like, you know, being mean to you or don't like you or whatever, because there are a lot of ways not to understand the things we do. Our business changes mm-hmm. all the time, you know, and, and also if you're in a band and you're just starting out, be willing to put in the work. If you won't put in the work, don't even bother with a publicist because, you know, it's not you give us your record and we make you famous, and it's not instant, 
you have to do the work and you have to get your social numbers up and you have to really be a participant in your campaign. There you go. Guys. I mean, my, there you go. My perfect go example of, of DIY is like, I've been working with Ben Weinman from Dillinger escape plan for years and he is the most incredible DIY entrepreneur He's got a million irons in the fire and he's successful with all of it because he's sincere and hardworking and I I admire him greatly. Ben Ben great guy. I think I had been on the show uh a few album releases ago, like I don't know, three, four years ago, I think. I'm not even sure. I know I had the Dillinger Escape Plan on the show before because of you, uh or somebody else. I forget. It's it's been years, yeah, but it's like I have, yeah, yeah. It's it's just crazy because honestly, I, I have so many bands on here. I don't have a list. I don't have you know. I it's all if you guys just type in, um, you know, the Dillinger State Plan on my on, on the episode page, it'll, it'll come up. But you know, also you know, you, you get you're you're like you mentioned, roll with the punches. I mean, honestly, um, you know, every change. I mean, honestly, you know, an artist we got to fuck you know, walk off. Say, hey, you know what? I don't want you to work with us anymore and everything like that. I mean, that's, it's prevalent. I mean, I see it personally. Like I see it from emails I get from other publicists that are getting the same artists that the other publicists just had. Not, not you personally, Jamie, but other people like, I'm like, oh, Holy happens. shit. Like it happens every week. <laughs> like, it's it crazy to see that. This week. <laughs> oh yeah. And that's, uh, I'm not trying to, I wasn't trying to bring that up, but I was just like mentioning like you mentioned <laughs> roll with the punches and, uh, but that's just crazy. And, you know, for, for everybody out there to know, what, what artists are you currently working with? What are some of the, the artists that people should should be willing to have on their show and take a chance at to listen to? What are some of the, oh. um, you know, cool artists that, you know, maybe you or some of your teammates, team uh, coworkers, you know, are working with right now? Right. Um, well, I, I got really excited about this one client that Chrissy, who works with me, is working uh, they're called Battle Tapes. Actually, their EP came out today. Um, and it's kind of like electro, pop, rock. It's a little bit of everything. Mm-hmm. Um, and I love that kind of music. And I, I'm so into that EP that just came out. So Battle Tapes is one. Um, the 68. Uh, if you've never seen Josh Scoggin perform live, Oh, my God, you must see this band. Uh, Josh was in The Chariot, and um, he's a genius. And it's him and Mike McClellan, his drummer, and it's just a two-piece. And they play, and if you close your eyes, you think it's like a full band. (laughs) That is like, you know, next to Dillinger Escape Plan, they're the best live show I've seen. Um. And let's see what else. And then there's like Mark Broussard, who is different than the stuff that we usually work. He's like singer songwriter, bluesy solely, but the happiest guy, the nicest person, the music is classic. You know, you can listen to it alone or, you know, with your parents even, you know? Um, And, and so we have a really wide variety of stuff that we're listening to and that we're working. I mean, we're working Taylor Phelan, who was a voice contestant. But you know what's funny? I wouldn't have guessed it hearing his music because it's so much cooler than I would have expected 
from a contestant from one of those shows. I didn't even work with I, him. I, Damn it. I was I was I, I, I love him. He's a great dude. I had him on when he was great? on the show. Yeah, I had him on when he was on the show and I was like I you know, I've been trying to follow all the people that I really liked and I really liked what he was doing. Sorry, Jamie didn't mean to interrupt you, but go ahead. No. I, I'm a I'm a big fan of his and, and there's a song Mojave on his new uh E P that's upcoming and I'm obsessed with it. So and, and he's lovely to work with. Um and and then we'd have a guy from Idol from the last season of American Idol, uh, Dalton Rapitoni. And he's putting out like kind of a pop record. And mm-hmm. he's a great kid. And I had a terrific conversation with him. I mean, I got to say, I do love music, but I also love people. And we've got some of the best people as clients. Like we're very, very lucky. Um, you know, we do a lot of philanthropy work with our clients. Um, I love doing that. It's, it's my absolute favorite thing. Um, and you really don't and, have you know, the social media for him because he, he's definitely you know, a social media uh, extravagant person. He, he's on the social media. Uh, he's, Dalton? Dalton? Yeah, because I know, I know yeah, for yeah. a fact people were, like, people were like, hey, get Dalton on the show. I'm like, I don't know if I can. Now I know my way to in to have him. So everybody <laughs> who's listening is maybe a Dalton Rapatoni fan. Be on the lookout in the yeah. near future. I don't know, probably in a month or two when he's on tour, uh, which he actually begins tour in eight days, correct? I think. Woo, uh, yeah. I'm looking at it We're in Boston. Excited. So in Boston and then yeah. uh, 13 days is going to be in New York City, which you're probably going to be at that show, correct, Jamie? Or no, am I just I will. putting words? I will be at that okay. show. <laughs> <laughs> I was just, I'm just like guessing. Um, but, uh, you know, that's uh, awesome. Uh, Go ahead. And we have a brand new band, actually, that we're just signing on called Sonder Blue. And they're from South Carolina. They're from Hilton Head area. And I'm doing a photo shoot with them on Monday. And I'm very excited about them, too. So, you know, we have a good variety. I mean, we have, like, we we do books also, books about music. And there's a book on Roger Murray uh, of Agnostic Front. And it's not just about his music. It's about his life and growing up on the Lower East Side or being on the Lower East Side in New York City and coming from Cuba here. And it's, it's a great book, and it's, you know, it's out there. And there's a book on Guns N' Roses that we're working as well that's out now. Uh, it's called Last of the Giants. And so we, we have a really wide variety of really cool stuff. Um, I actually also work with a guy named Jeff Siegel, who used to be in the band Dog Fashion Disco back in the day. And now he's a financial advisor on investing in cannabis. Wow. Yeah. That's big. And that's big with what's going on with Vegas now. I mean, honestly, um, Vegas just issued that that they're going to make sure that they don't run out out here because yeah, of recreational how, just became yeah. Legal there, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah about 13 days ago everybody was like excited for it i don't i mean i don't partake in it strongly but i know a lot of people who do and i see that you know it's a good thing because honestly the money that they've raised from the cells are going to better the education system which is a good thing because these kids out here I, I i moved out here three years ago and i've seen kids that are just like just like not under the direction of their parents and they need better education. Yeah. So hopefully uh, everything works out for that. And, um, you know, 
I would, you know, I would maybe in the near future to have Jeff on the show and, and, and have him talk about it. Oh, you know, he would be great. Yeah, he would be Go great. Ahead. He's really the coolest, coolest guy, like, amazing. And his, like, the stuff that he's been doing, like, he's been really educating me about it. And, mm-hmm. you know, he's been doing all the cannabis cups with high times. Uh, he's been, like, appearing and giving lectures on investing there. Is he coming out great. to um is he coming out to the uh Vegas Cannabis Summit? Uh I think that's in about two weeks here. Is he coming out there? No, or no, do, I don't, do you know? I don't Okay, think go so. ahead. I don't think so, yeah. I mean, cuz we like I heard about it, but I think it was too late for us to get involved. Okay. Yeah, I'm not I'm not yeah. attending it, but I saw that out here uh as one of the things that are going on and uh, I know you guys are all listening in. I know people are probably liking the status and they're probably midday in the work and if you guys do have any questions uh, that don't get answered here, um, Jamie, how how can people contact you? I mean, honestly, they're probably all at work still on a Friday since it's three o'clock in the afternoon. Oh, it was three thirty in the afternoon East Coast and twelve thirty out here. How does it? How do they uh, get in contact with you? Maybe to answer uh, questions that they may not had answered by me when I asked them to you. Um, you can. Uh, they can always email me. I'm so good with email. Um, I I will do my best to get back to you as quickly as possible. It's Jamie J A M as in Mary I E at RightAnglePR.com. There you go, ladies and gentlemen. There you go. And uh, so so Jamie, I mean, how do you, I mean with with being said that you're you know now you're the you know in charge of your own company. How how was that process? I mean, how was that process to get started? I mean, you personally, I know I've, I've been friends with you for a while now with with what we did with Eleven Seven and everything else mm-hmm. since then. Uh, and you were you actually took time off in between doing this. Like, how was this? How did you decide? You know what what you were doing back you know after you left Eleven Seven. How did you decide to say, hey, you know what? It's time for me to step back into the realm of what I know what to do and what I love to do well, and make your own firm. Like, what, how did that whole process go down? Actually, it, it may have seemed like I took time off, but what happened was um, when I was at 11-7, I had had an old boss calling me like every month going, quit your job and come work with me. And I was like, no, I like my job. Um, and when I wound up leaving 11-7, Uh, I called her that same day and was like, all right, I'm coming to see you. She was going to start restart the company that I had my first internship at when I was 19. Um, And I went and I met with her and we worked on setting everything up and we started up the company. But then three months in, she changed her mind and got back out. Uh, I had six clients. And I didn't know what I was going to do. And I had Sarah Fasciolo with me. And Sarah and I were like, uh, we don't work for anyone now. Uh, and there was a gentleman that uh, had kind of invested in and believed in the restarting of my old boss's company. And he came over to me and he said, well, do you want to start your own company? And at first I didn't want to. But they promised me they would help with, like, all the financial stuff, which I'm absolutely terrible at, and anyone who knows me will know that. Um, And he said that he would help with that end of it and that he believed in me and what I could do. And I said, all right, I'll give it a shot. And that was March of 2016. 
So and now you're Sarah here in four months. What? But now, you, now you're a year and four months into it, and look where you're at. You yeah. know, you're, you're, kill, I know. you're killing we're the game. So go, go ahead. Mm-hmm. No, I'm sorry. We're, we're so lucky. We we grew by leaps and bounds, actually. Like, by eight months in, it went from just Sarah and I to Sarah, myself, Chrissy uh, Borsellino, and Jenny Hossein. And we've got such a great little team and we're working some amazing clients. And I mean, I, every day I wake up and I'm like, wow, you know, I'm in a really good situation and I'm super happy. So. Damn right. And, and happy belated birthday to Jenny. Uh, uh, you know, I, oh, I did wish you yeah. happy birthday on Facebook, but happy belated birthday <laughs> to Jenny. I, I'm, she's probably listening in at the office or, or wherever she is at today, um, <laughs> hanging out uh, on a Friday. <laughs> um, but you know, yeah. it, it, I, I, Jamie, I want to thank you so much for being a part of the show and, and being uh, half, you know, taking on a half hour of your day to talk with us and and you know get the of industry course. Fridays off to the right start. And uh, you know, I'm still booking for you know every Friday. I'm hoping that my schedule stays the same where I can go in at three and and have this uh, you know, this podcast from twelve to twelve thirty Pacific time. Uh, so everybody out there who's listening in who may be a part of the industry who may want to you know give encouragement to the you know new people that are trying to get into the world of industry of, you know, maybe PR tour managing or whatever, get at me and we'll get you on. But Jamie, before you go, tell everybody where they can find uh, right angle PR, where they can follow them on the social media and anything else you want to say to the people listening in. Sure. Uh, We're at rightanglepr.com. That's our website. And then at right angle PR on Twitter and facebook.com slash right angle PR on Facebook. And I'm writing stories about bands I've worked with over my 25 year thus far career uh, on our Facebook page. So if you like it, you'll see them in your feed and uh, it's going to be a fun thing. I'm doing one a week and uh, Mm. you know, thank you, John, for having me on and for supporting new music and uh you know, I'm glad to answer questions for anybody that has them that wants to email them over. No problem, Jamie. Thank you so much. Have a great Friday. Have a great weekend. And uh, enjoy <laughs> the uh, the uh, Dalton Rapatoni show next week, and we'll talk to you soon, all right? <laughs> okay, thank you. No right. problem, everybody. Bye. That was Jamie Roberts. Everybody, thank you for tuning in. We'll be back next week. I do not have a guest lined up, so I think I may, uh, you know, be looking for people uh, to be on the show, I, I have things in the works. And if, if you guys want to be on the show, let me know. Hit me up on the Facebook, uh, jr uh, facebook.com backslash jrnmi, twitter.com backslash new music inferno, uh, twitter.com backslash jrnmi, you know, uh, new music inferno on the uh, Instagram as as well as the Facebook. Just let me know, or you can hit me up on my email, John Rankin and mi at gmail.com, and we'll respond there. Uh, or jrnmi2009 at gmail.com. Either one works. But have a great weekend, guys. We love you all, and we'll talk to you on the flip side. Support your local music scene, and uh, we'll talk to you all later. Love you all. Bye-bye.
Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.